Every year on August 6th, we celebrate the Feast of the Transfiguration. And this year, August 6th, happens to fall on Sunday. That's kind of handy for Bill and Pauline as we get to celebrate your anniversary together, don't we, that way? Uh, it also means that everybody going to Mass this weekend gets to hear the readings of the Transfiguration. Now, some of you, in listening to the Gospel, might think, well, didn't we already hear that Gospel earlier this year? Yes, you did. Every second Sunday of Lent, we hear the Gospel of the Transfiguration. That's because there's an ancient tradition that it was 40 days, the Transfiguration occurred 40 days before Good Friday. And if you count from the second Sunday of Lent, you count up to Good Friday, you come up with a number 40, all right? Now, so that's why it's then, but why is it August 6th? Well, if you count 40 days from August 6th, you'll end up on September 14th. That is the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross. So those are both traditions that we have in our church. But I thought I'd take this opportunity with hearing the Gospel of the Transfiguration a second time this year uh, to talk about one line in particular, and that's when Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Now, Peter's somebody who acts spontaneously often, and he's got the right idea. He, he sees, here's Jesus, who he's been following. All of a sudden, there's Moses and Elijah, and he, he said, well, Jesus, he's, he's like Moses and Elijah. Let's build three tents. Peter hasn't yet quite grasped that, yes, Moses and Elijah are revered figures, are saints, represent the law and the prophets, but you have something more here in Jesus. And I think the way that this is expressed in this passage, I'll say three things. Sun, cloud, and tent. Okay? Let's start with the sun. All right. In our opening song, we sang about the, both the light from the sun and from the moon. Now, I see some students here. What's the difference between the light that we see from the moon and the light that we see from the sun? Can anybody help me out here? Right, we got a science teacher. Oh, here we got a student. Yes. Yes, the sun produces its own light, but the moon, it's not the moon uh, that's producing the light. The light we see from the moon is the reflection from the sun. Is that right? Okay, good. All right. So, here's the thing. Moses, and Peter would have known this, Moses, uh, when he was on Mount Sinai, was in connection with, with, met with God, right? And God is the light. God is the one. But Moses, after Moses met with God, it says that Moses' face was radiant, all right? But he was radiant not because Moses is God, but because he had encountered God. Jesus, on the other hand, it says when he's transfigured, his face shone like the sun. Jesus is the light, the light of the world, okay? 
So that's something about the sun. What about the cloud? Now, we've all seen lots of clouds. In Michigan, we see an awful lot of clouds, all right? But in the Bible, there was a particular cloud, a cloud that contained the presence of God. Uh, in, in Exodus, it talks about God guided the Israelites through the desert in a pillar of cloud. And then at Sinai, the cloud of God's glory overshadowed the mountain when Moses received the Ten Commandments. Well, in this transfiguration, we hear that as Peter is speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. But there's not only a cloud, there's also a voice. And that from that voice from the cloud says, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. These are the same words that the father said to Jesus at his baptism earlier in the Gospel of Matthew. Now they're said for Peter and James and John to hear. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. So that's the sun and the cloud. What about tents? Well, what about tents? Does anybody here use tents this year? Do a little camping? Yeah. You kind of dwell in your tent, don't you, for a bit? Yeah, you stay inside of it, sleep inside of it, keeps you out of the rain, hopefully. Well, the people of Israel, when with Moses in the desert, they were in the desert for 40 years, and they were living in tents. That's a long time to live in a tent, I think. But that's where they were. And so they had their tents, but they also, when they encountered the presence of God, that cloud, it was, and then they had the Ark of the Covenant, the Ten Commandments, it speaks of the tent representing God's dwelling among his people. And that word tent in the Hebrew, it also is the same word used for tabernacle. They both mean dwelling, like you may dwell in a tent, but a tabernacle means God's dwelling. When God in the, in the desert dwelt in the tent there, the Ark of the Covenant, and now we have Jesus. Jesus is the tabernacle. Jesus is the dwelling of God in our midst. And that's the sense when the disciples, uh, you know, it says they were, uh, when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. Jesus is God in our midst. Now, the transfiguration occurs on a mountain, and mountains... Um, from early on, we're seen as the meeting place between God and humanity. Moses encountered God on Mount Sinai. Peter, James, and John encountered the presence of God and Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. Where do we encounter the Lord? Well, it might be stretching it a bit to say that our church is built on a mountain. But, do you notice how you got to go uphill a little bit to get in here? <laughs> I got some of our senior citizens back there. When you go up that ramp, does that feel like you're climbing a mountain? Okay. Yeah. And I think that's good that we have that sense. Every time we enter church, like we're coming to the mountain, we're coming to this place of encounter. 
between God and humanity and God's people. And when we come here, this is my beloved son, listen to him. We encounter Jesus when we listen to the scriptures proclaimed at Mass, when we participate in the prayers. Jesus is present in the Eucharist, and any Holy Communion that's left over, it's kept, what is this called over here? The tabernacle. Now, we don't have a cloud over there, but we have a light, a light to remind us of God's presence in the Eucharist, in the tabernacle. That's where church can be. You can pray anywhere, but I think it's especially nice to come and pray here in church. We keep this door over here unlocked Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3.30, that if you just want to come in and sit in the Lord's presence and pray. The presence of God on Mount Sinai, the presence of God revealed to Peter, James, and John, chooses to be present to us today. And I'm so glad that the Feast of Transfiguration fell on Sunday this year, so that all of us present can celebrate God's presence in our midst. <laughs>